Hello and welcome to the Bottom Up Skills Podcast. I'm Mike Parsons, I'm the CEO of Qualitance and we are talking product market fit. This is a big one in the journey of your product, full of challenges and that's why it's featuring on our series that we call Unstuck, which is the guide for product managers on how they can tackle the toughest things in the world of product management. Now, product market fit is a huge step, a huge milestone uh, in the life of your product. And um, there's lots of different ways to make sure you've got it. And today we're going to dig into a, a couple of ways you can uh, use it. Um, this is the the product market fit and all sorts of tools that you can use to kind of unlock it and to answer that question. So I want to discuss with you sort of the three pillars of getting that product market fit. Some of these you may have in fact done when you've got your problem solution fit. But the reason I'm bringing them back is it's really important to double check that you've got all of these done in order to say you have product market fit. And sometimes, for example, I'm working on a product right now and I think we've been testing with users uh, for six months across problem solution fit and product market fit. And we just keep testing. So it's not like you only do surveys at the start. You can do them right throughout. And it's really important to, to always be testing and learning through the journey of building a product. Okay, so there's three big areas. There's surveys and interviews, that's number one. Rapid prototyping, that's number two. And then a feature-driven minimum viable product, that's the third and final one, the biggest one in terms of workload. So I'm just going to break all of these down and share with you, you know, some of the things that I look to do always just to feel confident about the product. I'm always building product on behalf of others. So when I'm working with my clients, it's really important for me to feel that I've got the job done here. Whether you're working for clients or working for investors or you're doing it all yourself for your own new product, these are the essential things you need to do to have product market fit. Now, I'm assuming at the beginning you would have tested out the problem and the solution a little bit with some interviews and some, some surveys. And um, what I would definitely be looking to do in terms of best practices here, just to make sure you're on track, is to have really good screener questions um, that really identify the different segments of your users because you will often find that the audience that you perceive as your customer is made up of different parts and the sooner you find out those different parts, the better because often one of those is the real customer, not all of them. So if I was uh, building a new podcasting app, by the way, which I feel that we're in desperate need of, um, I think podcasting is booming, but the way we listen to them is in the dark ages. Um, anyway, that's a different topic. Let's say we're building a brand new product, uh, podcasting app and I was doing a survey. I would be looking for my screener to try and um, pull apart the different segments. So it's most likely going to be on usage. And if it was, my screener question would be, what best describes your current podcast usage? And there might be four options here. Then they might say, I'm hooked. I'm like listening every day. I like podcasts and, you know, I remember when, you know, I listen fairly regularly when I remember. Um, 
A third option might be I've listened to a few, but nothing on a regular basis. And the fourth one might be pod what? They might not even know what we're talking about. Now, to give you an example of why this is so important for product market fit, it might turn out that the heavy users are not your target market. Maybe it's in the middle somewhere. Maybe it's those that like podcasts um, or those that have listened to a few. You might discover that the reason that they're not using podcasting more regularly is they find, uh, they experience the discovery of new podcasts really hard and that they actually only have one that they listen to. So if you can solve discovery for the uh, lower usage segment, that might be a bigger market opportunity than the heavy early adopter. That's why surveys and interviews are really, really important. Now, if you want to feel really confident in your problem solution fit and get some early indications on it, you can actually make like a poster or a landing page for your product idea and actually test that really early on through the form of a survey. And this is all uh, quant uh, kind of research or quantitative research. The qual side of this is face-to-face interviews where you ask lots of questions, but you tend to get more into asking them why. Why do you only listen occasionally? Why do you only uh, do this or that? Tell me more. Uh, that can be very revealing. Okay, so that's the, the quantum qual research. It's effectively surveys and interviews. Very good way of confirming that your product has um, problem solution fit and really gets you on the way to product market fit. Now, before we jump into MVP, we need to talk about rapid prototyping. This is where you might have a video uh, demo of your product, totally non-clickable. You might even try like crowdfunding an app. Um, You might try um, some... Uh, showing bits and features from your product. Well, the big two are the Concierge MVP or the Wizard of Oz. These MVPs either uh, create the customer experience and it looks like uh, it's been all done automatically, but actually um, it's um, all happening manually in the back end. A classic example of this was Zappos. They created a web shop for shoes and um, they had no inventory. They would actually only go and buy the shoes once the user placed the order. Um, so the reason that this is um, so good, this sort of concierge MVP, is you don't have any cost of inventory. Um, you're not making any money, but that doesn't really matter because what happened in the case of Zappos, so many people ordered that they said, hey, we better get some inventory because there's really high demand here. So that's rapid prototyping. Now, the biggest one I want to get into here is MVP, and I call it feature-driven MVP because sometimes, you know, these um, fake or manual or the wizard or the concierge MVP, they're kind of closer to rapid prototyping in my book. Um, I think a feature-driven MVP is defined by you're writing code uh, or someone's writing code, even if it's like a no-code or a low-code app. But this really closes the discussion on product market fit. Now, in this case, you want your core user to be able to complete a task on the app. It could be with Envision, but most likely it's going to be with code. And 
it's got to be good enough in a sort of a rough form. It's got to be good enough to satisfy the user when trying to do the task. Now, if you have a feature-driven MVP that does that, then you can put on all the bells and whistles and go to market with a fully built product. But the whole point here is you're trying to actually do as little of the product um, as possible and you only build when it's been validated. And this task completion through an MVP is essential. Uh, I would not advise skipping this part. This part can give you so much more because you might find that in the real world, you just are not able to help users get the task done. So don't go building a startup like Eric Ries did, 40 million bucks, five years, and nobody needed the product. This is the whole point. The minimum viable product is there for you to double check, to test, learn, to validate. Do you really have something? Are you really solving the problem? Now, if you get that done, the world is on fire. You are in a great place. A lot of products never get to this stage or they skip it and only find out that they should have done it in retrospect. So I hope I've shown uh, a bit of light on how to test your product market fit. Make sure you have enough surveys, interviews, some rapid prototyping, and most importantly of all, make sure you have an MVP. All right, that's it for our little dive into the world of product market fit. If you want to know more about it, head on over to bottomup.io. Lots of free courses. Jump in there, sign up, and would love to hear your feedback and how that helps you build a better product. Okay, that's a wrap of the Bottom Up podcast. 